This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Good morning, Bucknutters. Welcome to the Bucknuts Morning 5 here on Friday, January 12th, 2024. I am Dave Biddle. I'll be joined by Jonah Booker in just a moment. The good news continues to roll in for the Buckeyes. Will that good news continue? We're still waiting on JT. We're waiting on Trey. A Mecca made it official yesterday. He's coming back on the heels of Denzel Burke and Jordan Hancock. And they're coming back. It's just, it's phenomenal. We're going to get into all that. Is there going to be some coaching news on the horizon? Um, all kinds of good stuff we're going to get into with Jay Book. Before we do that, I want to let you guys know again about Omaha Steaks and the awesome deal you guys can get when you use promo code BUCKNUTS at checkout. Omaha Steaks are the world's best beef, naturally aged for the ultimate in tenderness, juiciness, and flavor. Omaha Steaks has everything you need to elevate and solve the dinner dilemma with convenient, hearty, gourmet meals. Every steak and every entree is flash frozen, vacuum sealed, and ready when you are. All, by, all backed by their unconditional 100% money-back guarantee. I personally love all their steaks. The filet mignon wrapped in bacon, sirloins, ribeyes, porterhouses, you name it. I definitely recommend their products to all of you guys. Start the new year off with a bang of big savings during the Omaha Steaks end-of-season event from perfectly aged tender steaks to juicy burgers, decadent desserts, and classic comfort meals. Everybody's guaranteed perfect for a limited time, get 50% off site-wide, plus you'll save an extra $30 when you use promo code BUCKNUTS at checkout. Every purchase is backed by their unconditional money-back guarantee. Head over to omahasteaks.com, score 50% off site-wide today, and don't forget to use promo code BUCKNUTS to get that additional $30 off your order. All right, let's bring in the all-star, Jonah Booker. Man, so much good news. Let's start with Omeka. Um Let's start with the Mecca. I, I just, uh, I mean, we, we thought this was coming. It's just still, if you would have told me before the season, man, they would come back to the scene. I'd be like, there's no way. There's no way. Um, it's just it's just huge news. The, the good news continues to roll in, Jay Book. Welcome in. Thanks, man. Uh, it's absolutely great news. Uh, the program right now, they're on fire in the, in the offseason. Getting a Mecca back, I think, was critical for that wide receiver room, Dave. There is something to be said to have a veteran presence in there. That wide receiver room, extremely talented, extremely gifted, but very, very inexperienced. Having someone who has played a lot of meaningful big snaps in there to help guide those younger guys, that right there is worth its weight in gold. Now, the question is, Dave, can Emeka break the all-time Ohio State wide receiver record? He has an opportunity to do it. I think it's like if he gets like to 10.50 or so, I think he'll, he'll break it. Um, 
you know, it's a little over 60 yards per game. You know, you're probably looking at more opportunities this year for Ohio State makes the run that we think they will make uh, with the expanded playoff. So he has the opportunity, and it's, it's great news, especially for Will Howard, Dave. Having someone who knows the offense at the wide receiver position, who's a veteran, who's going to be helping not only bring along those younger guys, but helping a, a brand-new quarterback who's going to be trying to learn the system, who's going to be you know, pretty much deer in the headlights <laughs> once they start getting into the woody and repping for spring practice. So having a mecca there to help him as well going to be critically important for this program what's your vibe on uh trey and jt the last remaining uh dominoes to fall so to speak i i'm leading about 70 to 80 percent trey comes back i think that that's going to be the one that really breaks it and everybody's going to lose their mind i'm 50 50 um when it comes to jt from what we've been told dave he has a significant request when it comes to nil um, that he's looking at. Ohio State, had they're willing to play ball, but the amount that he's potentially asking for, they may not be able to reach that number that he wants. But he does have a, he does have a very, very good offer on the table for NIL to come back. It is going to be a decision between him and his family to decide if that is good enough for them. If so, I think JT's going to come back. Now, could there be some pressure? I'm sure he has a lot of those teammates, Jack Sawyer, a lot of those guys um, in his ear saying, hey, let's, let's do this, JT. Come on. We're, hey, we're, we are reloading the chamber. We're going to make a run. If you have an opportunity to make $2 million staying in Columbus to, ha- to make a run for the 12-team playoffs, that right there is going to be very enticing. So I, I think we're on the fence with JT. It can go either way right now, but I lean towards Trey coming back even with Juckins there. Um, and there's been pretty much what from the last month and a half, all indications, Dave, that you're hearing as well, that Trey was the guy that's looking to come back. I think um, just adding Juckins, when you get an opportunity to add a guy who is putting up Herschel Walker-type numbers in the mm-hmm. SEC, regardless of who you have at the running back position, you take that person, no questions asked. There's no more um, coddling feelings in this program. If you have the opportunity to stockpile as many explosive weapons at the skill position player, and they're coming from the SEC who has played at a high level, you do it. If you can get Travion back, best backfield tandem in all of college football. Now, I'm going to ask you this, Dave, before we go on, and I, and I always love you know throwing these curveballs at you on our show. I'm ready. If you I'm get if you get plate. if you get Henderson back, can you name a better one-two punch at running back in Ohio State? I mean, I know you might have to go back to the Eddie George days and those guys, um, Beanie and Pittman. They were solid, but not to the explosive level of what you got with these these two guys. Because you you're potentially looking at two one thousand yard backs who are running back ones in separate offenses like Jukins can go and be the number one, number one running back pretty much anywhere in all of college football. And you have him splitting carries with Henderson. Can you, can you look back and, and remember a time at Ohio state where you had such a dynamic one, two punch? Not really. I mean, maybe, um, I mean, 92 was really interesting because you had Robert Smith, Eddie George, Robert Smith in his last year. He was just a junior. He took his sophomore year off. 
And then you had true freshman Eddie George, who started off like gangbusters. You had Raymond Harris. I think you nailed it with with Beanie and Pittman. That was that's a hard one to beat right there. Those guys, um, Beanie was a true freshman. Pittman was a junior. That was a really good one. Um, Keith Byers and Vince Workman, although Keith was hurt for most of that year. Um, I'm sure I'm leaving some stuff out. I'm trying to do it off the top of my head and not not cheat here. I'm sure people in the comments are saying stuff. Yeah, I think I'm going to go with Beanie and Pittman. You got Dobbins and Weber. Um, there's been some good ones. There's been some really good ones. I don't know if we can really count Carlos Hyde and Zeke because Zeke didn't play that much in 2013. Right. It was more like Jordan Hall and Carlos Hyde that year, which is pretty crazy to think about it, how Zeke broke out then in 2014. It, of course, it took him like last half of the year to, to break out. Um, yeah, I think this would be the best since – certainly since Pittman and Beanie and could be better than that. Yeah. And I, I just think you look at both of these guys, two home run hitting type of type of backs, man. And it, I, I would definitely like to see them lean more. Um, Archie and Pete, there we go. There you go. There you go. That's a little no, before. That's, even, even for me, I'm old. That's a little before my time, but that's, that's the answer right there. That's the right. answer. So if we, if you have to go all the way back, to Archie Griffin days to say, hey, this is the best one-two punch since then. That right there tells you that they have the potential to be brewing something special in Columbus next year, Dave. The Archie and Peace. I didn't want to. Ch- I didn't want to look. I knew we have the Buckeye Nation gets flack for you know for having passionate fans maybe going overboard. I think that's the five percent that make the fans look bad. Regardless, Buckeye Nation is knowledgeable as heck. Even Jim Knowles talks about it. He'll talk about how the fans are super knowledgeable and even even says nice things about the media. He says, you guys are really knowledgeable. So, yeah, keep lying to us. I like that. Mm-hmm. Seriously. Um, our, our fans are very, very, very knowledgeable. All right. Um, man, do you think the uh, good news is going to – well, let's get to this. Let's get to this first. I want to get to the, uh, the offensive coordinator situation. I keep saying I'll believe it when I see it, but, man, there seems to be some legit smoke. Obviously, Jason Candle, that rumor is out there um head coach at Toledo man I, I want Ryan Day to do this it's still like him calling plays as we always talk about that's his baby if he becomes the CEO type and turns it over especially to a guy like Jason Candle I would love to see that happen what's your vibe there I think we need a uh an adult in the room Dave in the booth on the headset um that was some of the value that Kevin Wilson was able to bring to the table even though Ryan Day uh, you know, was calling the plays then. Just having Kevin Wilson, someone who's an uh, older coach who's done it, who's been in the game, who's not going to get rattled, not hold overly emotional up there in the booth in the sterile environment. I think that's critical for Ryan Day to be able to um, hand over those play-calling duties. I think he will go get his offensive coordinator. Um, we've been told on the Bucknuts that, you know, this is also kind of a decision from the board from the athletic director saying, hey, this is probably something that you need to do in order to take that next step as a as a football coach over this program is, hey, you're wearing too much, man. You're doing too much. Being the offensive coordinator, being the quarterback coach, trying to be the head coach, you know, trying to be the um, primary recruiter, just a little too much. Uh, so, yes, I do think he's going to get it. Jason Candle's name from Toledo, he is someone that definitely interests me, Dave. Been in Toledo for several years now. The one thing about being a, a Mac coach, and I played, I played in the Mac, Dave, is you don't see a lot of coaches um, staying put there, you know, younger coaches like that for as long as Jason Candle has. You know, at Ohio, you had, you know, you have Frank come over from Nebraska, but he was kind of on the twilight end of his career. 
and Frank was pretty mel- – he was pretty content with being the coach at Ohio. It's like, you know, this is the back half of my, my career here. You know, I, I got fired after winning 10 wins at Nebraska. Uh, you know, Athens is a nice, solid place that I can just ride, you know, ride off into the sunset. Uh, but he wasn't – he didn't have that desire to go to the next level. I think Kendall has a desire to probably be a head coach at a major power five conference. I don't think he's going to get that opportunity uh, at Toledo. If so, it would have, it would have happened by now because he's been there, you know, 10-plus years. So coming to Ohio State, I think, gives him that profile, that spotlight. If he's able to do a solid job there with his head coaching background, that can catapult him to another head coaching position within a couple years. If he were to come on board, I do think that Ryan Day is definitely going to have to let him do what he likes to do, which is run the quarterback. Day's been hesitant to do that with Will Howard's legs and his athleticism. I think if you take Will Howard's running ability out of his game, then you're limiting what you actually paid for uh, to get him to come here. So I do like Kendall. I think he's someone – um, some people have been mentioning Bill O'Brien. I'm a hard no on Bill O'Brien, like hard no. I, I mean, this, this is the guy that, you know, they were trying to run him out of Alabama. Uh, you know, a lot of people said that he took that New England job at the advice of Coach Saban saying, hey, you probably should find other opportunities right now. So I'm, I'm a hard no on Bill O'Brien. Um, Joe Brady, definitely love that name. He's someone that has been thrown out there. I'll be curious to see what happens with um, Joe Brady, who's taking over the play calling duty in uh, Buffalo. I see Joe Moorhead's name been thrown out there. Uh, and a lot of people don't know. They, and Joe, Joe Brady said his offense is Joe Moorhead's uh, offense, who's the head coach of Akron. Joe Moorhead, uh, you know, he's someone who is – Long-standing offensive coordinator at Penn State, head coach at Mississippi State, went from Mississippi State to Oregon, uh, put Kerry Combs in the blender when that Oregon offense came into the shoe and, and absolutely destroyed that Ohio State defense. So there's a lot of names out there. And then, uh, you know, you, you're going to have the NFL names, Dave. I would not be surprised at all if it is an NFL name. But with that being said, with the grind of the college football season, uh, where NFL, you, those guys have it nice. You know, you get that three, four month layoff before you actually have to get into grind. Whereas in college, you're chasing kids all year round on top of, you know, potentially playing into late January when you come to the 12 team playoffs. So I think that those are going to be some of the options. But NFL, I would not be surprised if he pulls a route that you see that, that we saw him do with Jeff Happley. He was a name that a lot of people was not you know, aware of Jeff Halfley comes in from the NFL and was a spectacular hire. Yeah. As, as C Brown has put, as I was going to talk about Candle just a little bit more, how he is an Ohio guy. He, he went to, you know, he grew up in Ohio. He went to Mount union. As Jay book said, he's been at Toledo for a long time. He was there as an assistant coach under Matt Campbell, another Mount union guy. And then when Matt Campbell got the Iowa State job, Candle was promoted to head coach. And he's done a really good job at Toledo. I like that Frank Solich. You're right. If you're a really good coach in the MAC, it's rare that you're going to stay there long. Frank Solich was a great example. Candle's a little different. He's not like at the end of his career like Frank Solich was, but for the last half. I hope it happens, man. And as as is pointed out here, Candle wouldn't be coming here and making the same amount of money. He'd probably get his salary like doubled. He'd probably be making two. I mean, Knowles is making two million. If Candle's going to give up being the head coach at Toledo, I'm sure he'd have options to go somewhere. 
I think two million sounds about right. I think C Brown yeah. nailed it. Here. Yeah. Well, Brian Hartline as a wide receiver and fake title offensive coordinator is making more than Campbell uh, Candle is right now. That's true. Oh, By the way, how about it. Nick Saban and Bill Belichick retiring the same week? Well, I don't know if Belichick's retiring. Saban retiring. Belichick stepping away from the Patriots. Pete Carroll stepping yeah. away from this is this. I've never seen a coaching week like this. This is insane. Yeah, it's 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 kind of a dawn of a new era, Dave. Um, you know, you look at those those guys all have won championships in their respective sports, all leaving on the same week. Just kind of coincidence there. Um, I was shocked. I was shocked about Nick Saban because the Bama twenty four seven board was saying that earlier that morning he was actually interviewing wide receiver coaches for his opening position, and then at four o'clock, uh, four o'clock that afternoon or evening, he called the team meeting. It was like I'm done. Like I, I thought that was kind of odd. That's what they were saying. It was it threw a lot of people inside Alabama circles off guard. Like they knew the day would eventually come. But they didn't know the way he was operating. Like he showed up to work early in the morning, eat his little Debbie cakes in the, in the morning, started interviewing wide receiver coaches um, who he's flown in from all across the country. And then, boom, just like, all right, I'm done. <laughs> like that right there, they thought it was like a little weird. Uh, but he did come out yesterday and said that there's no health scare between him and Miss Terry, uh, his wife, which was a lot of smoke up there. So that is excellent news to hear. Um, you want Coach Saban, you know, to be part of the game as possible. I, I don't know if he's going to be on TV or something like that, but he's the GOAT. I would love to hear some of his, you know, commentary and breakdowns. So, similar how you see Urban Meyer do it, I would love to see Nick Saban do something similar. Speaking of Alabama, now that Saban's gone, could some of his players be looking around? Could one of them be Caleb Downs? Jay Book's going to give his thoughts on that in just a second. Before we do that, I'll let you guys know about Manscaped. Cheers to the new year from our friends at Manscaped because your resolutions shouldn't be the only things that are well kept. 2024 is the time for new heights, new opportunities, and a new look for your Times Square balls. Manscaped's Lawnmower 5.0 Ultra is every man's cheat code to look good, feel good, and turn the page on confidence this year. Whether you're looking to maintain a trimmer, go for that clean shaven look, this trimmer has you covered. Trusted by over 10 million men worldwide, now is your time to get a grip on your grooming with our exclusive offer. Go to manscaped.com, use code BUCKNUTS for 20% off, plus free shipping. Happy New Year or happy new balls. Introducing the MVP of 2024, Manscaped's fifth-generation lawnmower. It's not just a trimmer. It's your grooming sidekick. Again, get 20% off and free shipping with the code BUCKNUTS at manscaped.com because nothing says Happy New Year like a deal that leaves your balls and your budget feeling refreshed. Embrace feeling refreshed. Embrace a new you and definitely embrace a new trimmer, courtesy of Manscaped. 20% off, free shipping. Use the code BUCKNUTS at manscaped.com. Oh, hey, man, those, those reads crack me up every time, dude. I, you won't be shocked when you hear this. I get that comment a lot, <laughs> including including on the BUCKNUTS message boards and in and, and, and the comments here. Uh, yes, I'm here to entertain, so there you go. Um, all right, so Caleb Downs, talk to me. You get hey, there's a good chance they better be tampering, Dave. They better be tampering right here. Use the new center uh, that's come on on board from Alabama. Use yep. him as the as the go between. Um, but yeah, you yep. definitely have to make a run at Caleb Downs. I mean, there's been 
some conjecture out there that uh, DeBoer, the uh, Washington coach, he might be the Caleb DeBoer, might be the hire for Alabama. If, if that's the case, the question is, will Caleb Downs want to play for him or did he go there to just play for Nick Saban? What I mean is a lot of people, they'll go there, you know, each kid has their own decision on why they choose to score. Some kids will go to a place because they love the university. They love the major that they're going to be majoring in. They love everything about the, uh, the campus. So that's why there are some go specifically for a head coach. For Caleb Downs, this was a situation where in his recruitment, it came down to Ohio State or Alabama. If you remember, Dave, he came to Columbus as a committed prospect at Alabama for the game. So he's very signed a couple weeks um, to, to Alabama and Ohio State late into December was still working on that flip. There's been a lot of con- a lot of conjecture out there saying that Ohio State and Downs have been in contact. There's some mutual interest there. If he shows any glimmer of hope, you go in there headstrong because he's the type of player that can take this defense to excellent to legendary type status because it's going to be absolutely loaded next year when you have a three safety driven type of defense and you can add a ball hawking player like Caleb Downs on that back end with Josh Proctor it, it, it can be a problem Dave so if if a Caleb Downs wants to get in there you pay that man what he wants Brian Schottenstein 1870 withdrew those guys Come together. Stop fighting with each other. If Caleb Downs wants to be uh, a Buckeye, you boys make it happen by any means necessary. That's right. And I really think from what I'm hearing, like NIL, the collectives have done a good job stepping up and maybe more good news is on the way. Um, And I'm talking about with transfers and retaining players and the boosters are stepping up, which the collectives can't step up if the boosters aren't stepping up. It's like, Maybe, and I, I know this is spin doctoring, but this is what I was told. It might be the one silver lining of what happened with Michigan. Like, not only losing to them three straight years, but, like, them winning it all. It makes me vomit in my mouth when I even say those words. Yeah. But, like, now now the boosters are like, forget this. Like, they're, they're yep. fed up, big money boosters. So, that's, like, right. the silver lining. Yep. Uh, sorry, I, I meant to say um, Ransom, not Proctor in the back end. Ransom's coming back. Proctor's out of eligibility. Right. Um, get it. Getting Lathan Ransom back back there paired with Caleb Downs, that right there would be an absolutely dynamic duel. And I do want to touch on uh, the collectors' days because, hey, man, they're, they're, they're making it happen. I love what I see from the foundation and uh, 1870s signed Judkins, and um, they just announced another, another high profile with Edric Houston. So great job. Great job because, Dave, you know, it's going to it costs a lot of money to keep these guys um, that are draft eligible to come back. And the fact that these collectors are making it happen, it speaks volumes. Um, so tip it to capture them. If, if, and I say this to all the fans. I try to support both collectors as much as possible because at the end of the day, the goal is to build a championship roster at Ohio State. They're going to need both entities uh, when it comes to that. So if you have an opportunity to donate to those one of those collectors, you know, even if it's five bucks, it's going to go and help the program, then by all means do it. Uh, so I definitely like what I'm seeing from those guys. Now, here's a question, Dave. If you got the opportunity to get downs, give me Proctor, the left tackle. I'm going to be greedy because 
Ohio State's going to be one. They're going to be a top five team next year. If you can get Hayden Proctor, the left tackle, bring him along. If you can get Keon Keeley to come in and play, uh, who didn't see a lot of reps, bring him in. I, I know that they were right in the mix of it. We're Richard Young, the running, running back wide receiver. It's open season for the next 30 days uh, for these Alabama-type players. If you can poach one or two of those, those highly regarded, highly talented guys, by all means, do it. Uh, from the sounds of it, Alabama uh, administration had told the coaches or told the players to hold Pat for 72 hours before they do anything. So they're hoping to have some type of coaching hire then. And then at that point, they were asked to coach the players and stuff to meet with the coaches. But right now, the stakes are so high. If you're a Caleb Downs, do you trust your development at Ohio State or do you trust your development for a coach that has never recruited you, potentially Caleb DeBoer from Washington? If that's the the situation, because I was listening to uh, the CBS Cover 3 podcast yesterday, Dave, And I thought it was fascinating with Bud Elliott and those guys. And they said, contrary to uh, popular belief, Alabama really doesn't play the NIL game like that. Like those, and they were saying like a lot of those high-end profile guys, they're probably taking a major pay cut going to Alabama because the theory is if you come to Alabama, you're going to get superior development, which is going to be able to allow you to parlay that into massive NFL contracts. Um, And so Nick Saban's appeal was the one that highlighted the uh, ability for that program to convince these kids to take a pay cut. So if you go to a lot of these kids and you offer them a ridiculous bag like a Caleb Downs, which is totally worth it, that that right there, because, see, that could potentially give you an opportunity to flip that kid back into Ohio State's program. Yeah, I mean – I buy into that, that, you know, there's a lot of money in Columbus, especially when you compare it to Tuscaloosa. Now, Alabama has big money boosters. Every big program does, especially Alabama. But, man, compare the money in Columbus, Ohio, and the money for Ohio State boosters and the vast reach with that of Tuscaloosa, Alabama. And I know, Nick, it was, it was different when Saban was there. Think about the years before, after Bear Bryant, until Saban got there. I mean, they had that. They did have one national championship mixed in, but there were a lot of bad years for Alabama before Saban got there. You know what else is crazy? That they offered Rich Rodriguez the job first when he was at West Virginia. He turned them down, and then they went to Plan B, which was the goat, Nick Saban. It's just crazy how things. And that was not yeah. Rich Rodriguez who then left for Michigan. Rich Rod stayed for next an extra year at West Virginia after he turned down Alabama. Then he went to Michigan. So anyway, history would have been changed forever if Rich Rodriguez would have taken the Alabama job. So I think now is Alabama going to fl- fall off a cliff? No, but you don't lose the goat and just keep right on tr- on trucking. I think they're. I think they might be in for a little bit of a downswing here. We shall see. All right, yeah. last – go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to say, I agree. I think Alabama's going to take a step back. Uh, there's no way that you can uh, replicate what Nick Saban was able to do. He was an absolutely recruiting machine there, uh, you know, with, with the pickings right there. And I was thinking about this last night. I think this also inadvertently helps Ohio State on the recruiting trail. We've been uh, finishing number two – to, uh, to Alabama for a lot of prospects over the last several years. It came down to Alabama, came down to Ohio State, maybe came down to Georgia right there. I think this definitely will help Alabama, uh, I'm sorry, help Ohio State uh, when it comes to recruiting against, you know, those type of kids that you may have lost to Alabama. 
but I mean, Georgia's going to rack up the, the players, Dave. But here's the thing. Georgia can only take so many kids. There's so much talent down south. If you have a down Alabama, a down Florida, a LSU that's kind of up or down under Brian Kelly, I mean, the, it, that right there opens the door for Ohio State to really make a presence. And when it, when it comes to these coaching hires, Dave, I know Ryan Day's making a lot of moves, but I will say this. I wouldn't mind seeing him bringing on a coach with some type of SEC ties meaning or someone who has the experience recruiting the deep south because that door is going to be wide open if you could bring in a coach who knows the region who whose name is felt once he goes into the high school um you know rooms and stuff if you can find a coach that that can get his foot in the door it will be huge uh being able to secure some of those top end talent because here's the thing Dave and I'll let you go on Juckins with with the way Juckins is known in the south Big time player. If he comes up to Ohio State and balls out, that right there is the bat signal to a lot of those players down south that, hey, you don't have to stay in the SEC to be successful. Look at Quinshawn Juckins, who's from uh, the back rows of Alabama. They're going to bring a coach from uh, the SEC. How about Nick Saban as an analyst? <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Jason cool. Taylor, there you go. A lot of people have been talking about Jason Taylor. I would love Jason Taylor to be the successor to Larry. There you go. I, I would love that as well. Ohio guy. At least, is he from Ohio? I know he went to Toledo, right? I think he's from I th – oh, Akron. He went to Akron, right? I know he was a Mac guy. Akron? Yeah, I think he went to Akron. Sorry, Zips fans. All right, last thing. NFL playoffs kick off tomorrow. And the first game, C.J. Stroud and the Texans at home against the Cleveland Browns. Browns are slight favorites. Yeah, Akron for um, for Jason Taylor. Yeah, my apologies. Um, Stroud against the Browns tomorrow. Um I'm just going to be kicking back and enjoying this. Browns have some Buckeyes, too. Dewan Jones is hurt. Whipplers are back up. But they got Ronnie Hickman out there. Credit to him for uh, making the team as an undrafted free agent. Of course, Denzel Ward, one of the best corners in the NFL. It's going to be hard for me to root against C.J. Stroud, though, man. I think I'm going to be rooting for the Texans. Sorry, Browns fans. <laughs> I know. I'm I'm going for the Browns, man. Too many, too many great friends of mine are Browns fans. But, you know, large portion of the Buckeye fans, they're Browns fans. They've been through a lot that – you know, Texans, they're going to be loaded the years come. Let the Browns fans get this dub in the playoff. Let's go, Browns. Okay. All right. Jay Buck, you're a Raiders fan, correct? I'm a Raiders fan, man. We're poverty. Hey, we're poverty out here. Beautiful stadium, man. Uh, you know, we got the, the the owner with the worst haircut in the NFL, man. Sometimes, sometimes we just make some of the silliest decisions. It's hard being a Raiders fan. But for this weekend, Let's go Brownies. Well, I mean, you could be a you're right there in the Phoenix area. How about be a Cardinals fan for our guy Paris Johnson Jr.? I cheer for Paris, Dave. I'm not cheering for the Cardinals. I want nothing but success for Paris, but for the Cardinals, you know, I'm, I'm I would like, you know, and when the Cardinals win, it's cool to see, you know, the buzz, you know, in the valley and stuff, but I cheer for Paris. But I'm 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 diehard Raiders fan. Um, but, man, it is tough sledding right now. I mean, I hated the Josh McDaniels hire from the start. Um, right. I want, you know, I want to, I want him to keep Antonio Pierce if he can go and find a competent offensive coordinator. Uh, but the players seem to respond to Pierce. Uh, yeah, so I, I just think that, you know, with the NFL playoffs day, that Kansas City-Miami game, zero degrees. Like, they're talking about wind chill, you know, freezing-type temperatures. 
that's going to be cool to see to see how the Dolphins perform in that type of atmosphere. Well, I'm glad you said you're you do root for Paris Johnson Jr. because I don't want you to get in trouble with Monica. Um, no, there you I go. There you go. She's great, Monica. If you're watching, hello, and we're all proud of Paris and so happy for you guys. All right, CJ Stroud against the Browns tomorrow. A lot of great stuff from J Book. Thank you very much, Jonah Booker. Always great stuff out of you, sir. Thanks to everybody for tuning in. We appreciate it very much. Hope everyone has a great day and a great weekend. Take care. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.